You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So once a month, based on the Northwest Multiple Listing Statistics, I do a short video called Market in a Minute. Everything you need to know about the Puget Sound real estate market in one minute. Um, I do that once a month. And then I also read the statistics and give you my input of what I think is happening in the Seattle, the, the greater Western Washington real estate market. I know it's not Antifa. I know it's not crime. I know it's not homelessness. Um, you know, we're not talking about Portland or San Francisco or sweeps or any of that good stuff. Talking about real estate. It's got to be done because we're called Seattle Real Estate Podcast after all. All right. And I try and make it um, not boring. Got to get the audition screen off there. I try and make it not boring, give you my thoughts and opinions. Enough of the chit chat. Let's get going. But if you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. It's kind of what I do now. That is that is my purpose here is to have you guys be here with me and reread the news. And all right, again, enough of the chit chat. Let's let's get down to brass tacks here. May marked a month of new records for some Northwest MLS market indicators. You get tired of real estate guys saying, "Oh, it was a record breaking month." When you want to just hear, "Yeah, it's another average month, and it was okay, and I made slightly above minimum wage." Enough to feed my family, you know, take a short vacation interstate. And that was it. You'd rather hear that from a real estate guy? Yeah, but you never do. You know why? Because that's not real estate. You got to pump things up. Everything's got to be shinier and better. And yeah, tell you sell stuff. May was a month of record setting highs and lows for some key housing market indicators tracked by the MLS statistics. Northwest MLS director Rob Wasser branch manager at Windermere Real Estate East in Bellevue, noted the number of active listings for single-family homes dropped from April to May for the first time in 20 years, in at least 20 years. The month-to-month decline was small, only 83 listings. That's the difference. So we had 83 listings, 83 less listings come on uh, between April and May. Normally, this is this is like our big season of the year, just ramping up. Because in Washington and Western Washington, in particular, weather is crappy in, well, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, oftentimes in June. So you get seven months of crappy, right? July, after July 5th, you're okay. So for summertime, you've really got July, August, September, that's all you've got for summer. So you got to get your real estate done early. And so between April and May, you typically have, I mean, stuff's going on. But this year, we had less inventory come on. And that's kind of the big story because, man, we just can't seem to get enough inventory to match the buyer's demand. It's just not happening. The month-to-month decline was small, only uh, 83 listings less. But compared to 12 months ago, May's inventory plummeted by, it was down 46.6%. 46.6%. That is crazy. That is nuts. That is an imbalanced real estate market right there. And that's what we've been dealing with. It's like, why is this going on? Well, we keep hearing low interest rates, huge demand, four set interest rates, and minimal supply. When you have almost 50% less inventory year over year in May, our, our you know main season. Now, granted, last year in 2020, uh, 2020, People were not bringing much on the market either. Although the second half of May, I feel like we were 
starting to kind of come out of the initial shock of the whole Rona thing of actually shutting down economies. What? What was that all about? That get people out of the way that are at risk, let everybody else continue. But that's not how it went down, right? Months of inventory of homes and condominiums fell to just over two weeks. You've got 0.59 months system wide. That encompasses 26 of Washington's 39 counties. Let's think about that. You got 0.59 months. You've got a little over two weeks of inventory that is sold out all the time. That's what that is. And that is system wide. That's basically all of Western Washington. So we have been going from, all right, we got two months. All right, we got a month. All right, we've got five weeks. We've got a month. We've got three and a half weeks down to two weeks. Two weeks is bottom of the in real estate markets. I've never seen that. And I've been doing this a long, long time. Never seen that anybody else. Nobody else has ever seen this because we've never had supply this low. You've got to have some weird, crazy things in your marketplace to have that happen. And guess what? Here we are. Year over year price increases measured by percentages appeared to hit a new high. Here we go again, with the median price on last month's 9,374 closed sales soaring. This is the median price on all these closings soared up 30% from a year ago, 30%. Again, a year ago, we were just coming out of the whole Rona deal, right? So were prices a little bit deflated then? Probably, arguably, I can't even remember the stats, but it was a bloodbath because all of a sudden, we're going really strong, going along really strong. And the only thing that could really deter us is some weird virus out of China. Ah, uh, you know, and you just got that screeching sound of brakes and then stop. Because that's what the market did. It was literally forced to. A check of Northwest multiple listing uh, data shows prices on 8,011 single family homes, excluding condos, that closed last month sold for 107.3% of the asking price. Now, how does that happen, Sean? Well, people are bidding against each other. And it goes above 100%, which is full list price. So 7.3% over list is bottom line here, right? In the four county Puget Sound region, King, Snohomish, Pierce and Kitsap, I'm reading this this to you in King uh, County, the figure was 108.6%. So 8.6 over list price is what things were going for. That's percent. That's percent. Those are some big numbers. You got a $2 million sale, which there are a lot of here. That's a big number. Do the math. That's a massive number. And, and so when you hear people saying, Oh, yeah, we had one that went 25 grand over list. I'm like, Yeah, well, we've had one go 600 over list. What do you think about that? I think that's ridiculous as well. King County was 109.5%. So 9.5% over list. That's a lot. When our average, uh, our, our median price of our average, it's a lot, it's a lot of money, right? Everything is about breaking records this past year with record breaking housing prices, record breaking low inventory, and record breaking consumer savings uh, rates during the pandemic, remarked Meredith Hansen, who is the owner and designated broker at Keller Williams Greater Seattle. All this equals a very strong chaotic market that may not slow down for the next year. I disagree. I think it's slowing down right now. But I'm in the minority on that. I'm seeing enough things that make me think, yeah, we've got a little slowdown going on. 
And this is uh, all right, last month's listings came in lower than we would normally see due to the month starting on a Saturday, and ending with a holiday weekend noted John L. Scott, chairman and CEO at John L. Scott Real Estate. But did they really is that is it the number of days in the market that really skewed that stat? Or is it just people who've already sold their homes already put them on the market? And now you're getting down to the bottom of the barrel. People have already come through getting their money out, right? That's the way I always see it. Not what day did we start? And what day did we end? It's like, what is the real activity in the marketplace? Maybe a little bit goes there. All right, give you that. Maybe a little bit. New resale listings typically go on the market on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, he explained, adding, in today's instant response market, new listings often go pending over the weekend or early the next week. Totally agree with that statement. You put her on on a Wednesday, and by Monday, it should be done. Cooked, baked, done. All right. Scott expects an elevated number of new resale listings for just three more months before the fall housing market. And what happens then? People send their kids back to school. People are like, okay, another summer's gone, come and gone. We got to hunker down because we live in Seattle. We live in Western Washington. We've got crappy weather here. Start planning their vacation. They stop thinking about buying a home. How's that? They start planning a vacation. That is the reasoning behind all real estate. Is that it? Probably not, but it makes sense. You get where I'm going, right? So this time period will be critical for home buyers looking to secure their home of choice while interest rates are at historically low levels. We have been saying that for three years now. We have. And you know what? It's still true. Interest rates are really low. They went up, they went down, they went up, they went down. They did that a few more times. And here we sit with really low interest rates still. The summer real estate market is upon us with an increased number of new listings, giving home buyers more selection. Yes, but we just read that we've got 0.59 months of inventory throughout the whole system, which is basically sold out all the time. Record low interest rates and job gains continue to drive the market along with focused lifestyle changes. I love that. What does that mean? People have got lifestyles. They're really focusing on them laser focus, they're going in, they're figuring out their housing relative to their lifestyle relative to their focus. I don't really know. It just means they're maybe changing things up. We need a bigger damn house. I think that's what we're saying here, right? Um, and we're also saying, hey, if you can work remotely most of the week, and you only got to go into the office once a week, let's buy a little further out. Unless said internet further out is way worse. And then you're like, oh, let's move a little back closer. Let's move in closer. Brokers added a lot of new listings of single family homes and condos during May, slightly fewer than April's total of 12,043. Compared to a year ago, as brokers, sellers and buyers were adjusting to pandemic related re uh, restrictions on real estate industry, the volume of new listings rose 20.8%. That's a throwaway stat. Nobody cares because it's relative to last year, which was a total, you know, what kind of show. Pending sales edged above the volume of new listings. That's really boring. High demand kept supply depleted. Yep, we know that. The dramatic increase in prices and low inventory just continue in such a way that although we have more inventory coming on the market, it is immediately absorbed because of a demand that simply cannot be met. That's the best statement in this whole damn article. Right there. Hey, you've got huge demand, 
because of the interest rates, people are wanting to take advantage of that. You've had low inventory for a whole bunch of different reasons. But now you just got to deal with the fact that you got low inventory, and prices are going through the roof. But my thing is, is for how long can that continue? And I think we are at the, the I think we're, we're testing out those boundaries, we're testing out those limitations right now. That is my official theory. But then again, I am a real estate guy who reads the news. So take that with a grain of salt. But I'm going to go out on a limb because I have a podcast and make the prediction that I think we're seeing a slowdown right now. And I think we're seeing it not here, just here in Western Washington, but I think we are seeing it across the United States. I think there are other markets that are seeing this. They're seeing this. And this can only happen for so long before you've got a slowdown. And I think that slowdown is here. I just do. Um, prove me wrong. That'd be great because I own two real estate companies. You know what I mean? It's what we're doing. Frank Wilson, Kitsap Regional Manager and Branch Managing Broker. I need to have all those titles. Why don't I have all those titles? Don't know. Um, said brokers are seeing increases in new listings like most counties, also pent up demand. However, he noted we're also, this is what, this is, okay, we're getting into it here. We're getting into the weeds here. Then I'm finding the morsels the tender morsels that have been dropped into the weeds. We are also beginning to see isolated instances of homes not selling right away, or homes that only receive one offer. Only one offer? That's literally what a slowdown is going to look like in 2021. That's your slowdown. Still going to sell, still going to sell at probably full price but only one offer instead of 10, 15 or 20. Part of this could be the backlog of buyers is shrinking. Okay, yep, because those those buyers have been at it for a long time. So the number of buyers shrinking. All right, that'll make the demand kind of less. How's that? Um, or it could be and this is what I think it is more of. It could be that sellers are just asking too much for their home. We have been extrapolating appreciation into all these list prices time and time and time again. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that when we're doing CMAs, competitive market analysis, uh, or appraisals, we're using past data to extrapolate what we think that's going to go for right now today, because that's what you do on a listing price analysis. Use previous data of closed sales, pending sales that are under contract, but not yet closed, and then also active listings. All an active listing is until it goes pending is what a home doesn't sell for, right? I mean, because if it was, it'd be a pending sale, right? So it just takes a little bit of time. And maybe we're saying, hey, in a week in this new market, you're going to get one offer, you're still going to sell it. But it's not going to be 20 offers and it's not going to be 9% over list price on average. So Kitsap brokers are experiencing increases in the time it takes to get an appraisal, according to Wilson. In some cases, appraisers are just not picking up an appraisal unless it comes with a rush fee. That is not true, but I understand what he's saying. Most, um, and we just had one of our big management companies, appraisal management company, up their prices allegedly, I don't think I've seen anything come through officially, but I was asked kind of off the record, hey, are you guys getting 100 bucks more in appraisal? I'm like, no, not that I know of. Let me check. 
So that is coming. And what that means is that appraisal pricing has inched up yet another level in order for these management companies to be competitive. When they send out the appraisal order, if you don't send out on a competitive appraisal order, meaning you're not offering the appraiser enough, nobody's going to accept it, you're not going to take it. So um, and when people need a rush fee, if they need an, a, an appraisal rushed, hey, we've got a quick closing, we need a rush. All right. So how much are you going to pay? Extra. That's what they're talking about. So in a small market like Kitsap, where you have few appraisers, way fewer appraisers than King County or Snohomish County, that is going to happen. You're going to have everybody wanting a rush fee, because you can only rush so many appraisals, and then you're done. Can't rush anymore. Can't take on any new business. You're, you're hammered for like a couple of weeks. That doesn't do anybody any good. So if you are going to take orders, I'll take that one with the rush fee. I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take that one and you get them all done. You don't disappoint anybody. You get your turn dates done and you make some money. That's what's going on. It's supply and demand, right? So another Kitsap County broker, Frank Leach, owner at whatever, described the market in that county as extremely active. MLS figures show there's only 0.62 months of supply, about 19 days. Let's talk about that for a second. So right now you got 19 days of inventory. If no more inventory comes on at the current absorption rates in 19 days, you will have zero properties on the market. And in a balanced real estate market, you have four to six months. We have less than a month. We have just over half a month. And that's why this market is so skewed. There's not enough properties for people to look at. I've had some of you guys tell me, hey, there isn't a supply issue. It's just they're all buying. They're all just moving around. One guy's selling, one guy's buying. And the way I describe that, and I've done this multiple times, is no, that is not the circumstances. The circumstances are you've got 13 people all trying to buy that one home. That's what it, that's the way it's been. That's a supply issue. All right. So in Kitsap County, most homes selling at 108% of list price. I mean, you get the idea, right? This is just this is just a crazy time. Um, coupled with continued low interest rates and eased borrowing criteria, rapidly rising prices reflect huge supply imbalances. That's where we're at. Yep. Given these imbalances, first time buyers have had almost no chance to take advantage of low interest rates unless they leave the city. So that is literally what's going on. They're going further out because in city has become too competitive in the good suburban neighborhoods, too competitive, too expensive. You got to go further out. You're going to have to do some commuting. You know, everybody wants to whine about affordable housing. Okay, but here's where it is. This is a free market. This is what happens. You're not going to have affordable housing close in, period. End of story. Stop whining about it. If you're going to be a worker and you want to work in downtown, you're going to commute. That's the bottom line. And people are going to say, ah, oh, but our police officers, our teachers, people don't make enough. They're going to have to commute in. I mean, I hate to say it, but you, if you, you try and go around subsidizing housing, we know how that works. Not well. Unfortunately for them, we're talking about the first time home buyers, continued supply constraints along the I-5 corridor mean they are increasingly being left out of the market for the whole region. Only a decrease in demand will moderate house price trends. Because yeah, we don't have any ability to increase our supply and people want to say, ah, we're going to build our way out. 
Okay, but the builders are in it for profit. They're not going to bring a whole bunch of inexpensive first time homes on the market, are they? Because dirt is so expensive. So where do you go with that explanation? You go nowhere, you go home because you take that explanation home because it's going nowhere. I get annoyed with that one too. Can you can tell I talk about this too often and I just get kind of annoyed and I just I just want people to go, oh, okay, that's the real estate guy. Let's whatever. Let's believe him or not. Or how about let's comment on the uptick of condo activity. Dealey noted there's less than a month supply at 0.8 months of su supply. So th three weeks, we got just over three weeks, as many of our large companies announced their intent for a hybrid work from home in office approach, it appears concerns about commutes are starting to drive buyers into the urban urban condo markets once again. I'm going to have to pull a Tim Pool and go, I told you so. <laughs> if you don't know who Tim Pool is, he's a cool guy. He's a great guy. Great skateboarder. He once live streamed Occupy Wall Street for 22 straight hours. That to me, that is an, that, I mean, that is a badge of honor right there. That is what a madman does. That put him on the map. That guy's cool. Don't care what you think. That's a hard task. I mean, you think about the logistics of live streaming for that long. That's a young man's game. That's not for me. I think the longest live stream I did is like maybe a couple of hours. And I'm sure I needed my Geritol after that was over, right? All right. So uh, what else do we have here? Um, really nothing. I've beaten this one to death. I mean, I've absolutely just crushed it into the ground. There's no more stats. I could read you a lot of really uninter uninteresting stats, numbers, but I'm not going to because that's really boring. And um, you don't need more boring news coverage, do you? Especially about real estate. Isn't it everything in real estate just kind of like, oh my gosh, if I have to listen to this guy any further, I'm going to not listen to him. Next. Yeah, I, I can't blame you. All right, that's all I've got on this one. So our real estate market, I believe is hitting. It's kind of coming up to that. Oh, we're at a little slow down here. I and I think that's a national thing. I really think a lot of markets across the US are experiencing a slowdown. You'll see a little bit of it in the news. But yeah, the news doesn't really like to report that the bubble boys will though. Ah, housing bubble bursting. I'm not saying that I think you've got to slow down. And I think it's a slowdown that needs to happen that should happen. Because this craziness can't go on for very long. I mean, it's just it's not sustainable. These numbers, you know, when you talk about 30% increase in median housing price, that is not sustainable for any market anywhere ever. That's how that goes. Yeah, even like 10% is a huge number. And we're, you know, triple that. So we need to slow down. Um, I believe am I trying to drive both of my real estate companies into the ground? No, but I am reasonable. And I do talk about it. So that's where I sit. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Seattle real estate podcast. Yep. Am I under an I'm under half an hour? I'm well under half an hour. Look at me go. Okay, that's it. All right. Thanks for being here. Um, how do I end this again? Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you soon. Until then, bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.